Welcome to Bottleship with our friends the Jifflings. For all the parents listening, if you would like to donate to the show, you can do so at patreon.com forward slash bottleship. And for all the children out there, we will read some of your lovely reviews at the end of the show. Maybe we might even read out your review. Thank you. And now it's time for today's adventure, The Little Bell. In your world, things are important. But what about the things that aren't important anymore? Well, sometimes those things end up here in the magical land of Dilstonia, where the Jifflings live on their little Jiffling ship. They find these things that we throw away and fish them out of their sea so they can recycle them and put them to good use once again. And here they are now, ready to work. Eccentric young pumpkin. I'm ever so excited. The hedge, who was a very lazy jiffling. Like, hey man, is it time for bed yet? Miss Katie, who loves fixing things and dressy up. Sometimes I like both together. Albert, the ship's gardener. Hey, who's been in me cabbage patch like? And Friedeline, a very sensible jiffling who looks after everybody on the ship. Yeah, that is correct. Oh. Today on the ship, it is Sunday morning, so all of the jifflings are enjoying a lovely lie-in. <sighs> well, everyone except Friedeline, because she really doesn't like relaxing very much. Oh. Then, as the sun rose higher in the sky, all the other gifs began to rise too. <sighs> well, nearly all the gifs. The hedge was still asleep. So Miss Katie put on her fluffy Sunday slippers and padded over to Hedge's bed. Hedge? Ooh, Hedge! Get up, Hedge! It's our turn to make the jiffling tea. <sighs> like, just a few more minutes, Miss Katie man. Maybe if you made me a cup of delicious jiffling tea, it would help me to wake up. No, Hedge. We're supposed to make the tea together. I can help with the jiffling tea, Miss Katie. Well, that was very kind. And so young Pumpkin and Miss Katie set out all five teacups and poured everyone a cup of scrummy jiffling tea, which today tasted of lavender from Albert's garden. Aye. Then young Pumpkin gave Hedge his tea. Thank you. Oh, Hedge, don't go back to sleep. You promised to help me bake a magical Sunday rainbow pumpkin cake. Oh, like, uh, bake it next Sunday, man. And then Hedge went back to sleep, <sighs> dripping the last of his jiffling tea onto the floor like a great big ninny. So young pumpkin jambled out onto deck and over towards Albert's garden. There were lots of ingredients he needed for his rainbow pumpkin cake. He needed carrots and beetroot for the colouring. And he also needed some things you might not have heard of on Earth, like yum berries and fresh woodles, which you can only find here in Dilstonia. Hey, hello, young pumpkin. What are you doing there, lad? Oh, hello, Albert. 
I'm just trying to gather everything I need for my rainbow Ooh, pumpkin cake. Oh dear. Ooh. Young Pumpkin had tried to gather so many things by himself that he had fallen right over. What he really needed was another Jiffling to help him. Well, don't worry. I can help you out there. But wasn't the hedge supposed to cook today? Young Pumpkin nodded sadly. He promised that he would, but he's still in bed. Suddenly, Friedeline appeared with a face that looked like an angry tantrum. No, this is not the way a Jiffling Sunday should be. Miss Katie, you should not be making the delicious Jiffling tea alone. And young Pumpkin, you should have the help of that lazy Jiffling hedge. Where is he? Friedeline turned and followed the sound of the very loud and constant snoring back into the Jiffling's bedroom. Wake up, Hedge! You must simply wake up! Hedge jumped out of bed so fast he almost jumped out of his pyjamas. But before he could speak... What's that, Jifflings? It's the sound of an object which has been lost or thrown away on Earth and has found its way into your net. No time to argue now. You all need to help to pull the object in. The object landed on deck with a clink and a jangle. It was small and shiny, with a big golden ball in the middle. They all gathered around to make a guess at what the object was. Oh, this is the dumbbell, which we lift up and down so we get very strong and can do even more work. I know. That is a Christmas ornament to hang on our merry Jiffmas tree. Then Miss Katie stepped forward, for she knew exactly what the object was. This is Prince Ludo's little bell, and my old neighbour, Captain Rex, told me all about it. Prince Ludo lived long ago in a big castle that had huge walls and turrets and drawbridges that made you say, ooh. But Prince Ludo was quite lazy. And because he was a prince, whenever he wanted anything at all, he would ring his little bell and it would go dingling and then somebody would bring him whatever he wanted. (laughs) And because Prince Ludo was rather lazy, he rang his bell day and night. He rang it if he was thirsty, and he rang it if he was tired, and he rang it if he wanted somebody to tickle his feet. And each time he rang it, somebody came and did everything for him. One day, Prince Ludo even rang his bell 17 times. He rang because he was hungry, and so the cook went to bake him a pie. Then he rang it because he was bored, and so the court jester went to write him a funny play. And soon, he'd rang his bell so much that he bothered everybody in the kingdom. But the next day, when Prince Ludo was thirsty and he rang his little bell, nobody came. He rang, and he rang. But everybody was too busy, still working on his dinglings from the day before. Finally, Prince Ludo put down his little bell and he ventured out into the kingdom to get himself a drink. And as luck would have it, he stumbled across a well. Prince Ludo had never used a well before, 
but he took hold of the rope and he heaved and he heaved and soon he pulled up a bucket of lovely clear water. It was the best he'd ever tasted and Prince Ludo wasn't thirsty anymore. He went back to the palace feeling extra confident because he'd managed to get his own water and from then on he decided it was much more fun to do things himself instead of always asking other people to do them. This made everyone in the kingdom very happy, including Prince Ludo, and he threw away his little bell because he just didn't need it anymore. And because it was thrown away, it has ended up here. Aye, and now we will use it again. Yes, Albert, that's always the best idea. But whatever could we do with it? Oh, I think it should be a slide that I can go slippery sliding on from one side of the ship to the other. Then the hedge stepped forward, for he knew exactly what it could be. I think we should use it as an alarm, so it can wake up all the jifflings each morning, and we can do our work together. What a marvellous thought, Hedge. Oh, you are clever. All the Jifflings agreed that this was a wonderful use. They each had a turn at clanging the bell to make the new wakey-up sound. And everyone agreed that nobody could sleep through that, not even Hedge. Yeah. And so Hedge helped Miss Katie clear up the teacups. And he helped bake the best Sunday rainbow pumpkin cake that anyone ever tasted. Then, with full tummies and happy heads, everyone felt rather sleepy. And so, it was time for bed. Good night, young pumpkin. Good night. Good night, Albert. I'll see you in the morning, like. Good night, Friedeline. And it is a good night. Yeah. Good night, Miss Katie. Night, night. Good night, Hedge. Hedge? Oh, I think the Hedge is asleep already. And goodbye to you too, wherever you are. Maybe next time you see a thing that you might throw away, you'll stop and see if you can use it again, just like our friends the Jifflings. And maybe the thing you use again will have a story to tell too. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to Bottleship. We'll have a new episode up every two weeks. If you enjoyed the show, please leave a review and share the podcast with your friends. We've had some lovely reviews this week, haven't we, Jifflings? Yeah, like this one from Magical Sloth Girl in Great Britain. She says, hi, I love your podcast and I love the Jifflings. It helps me to sleep. Also, my favourite character is Miss Katie. It does make me feel like a little kid because I'm 13, but I don't mind. Jiffling squads. Ooh, you are definitely in the Jiffling squad now, magical sloth girl. Aye. And we'll also have this review from Suzanne in the United States of America. Hi, I am Suzanne and I am 10 years old. And I love the Jifflings. I can't wait for the next episode of the Jifflings. Well, Suzanne. That is very nice. Thank you. Like, yeah, man. Thank you for all your reviews and for listening to Bottleship.
You can also find other great stories on our sister channel, Storytime, for children of all ages. Once again, thank you all for listening and we'll bring you more exciting adventures with our friends the Jifflings very soon. Goodbye!